Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, I've been thinking for the last week. I've got like just a hundred or two hundred more things to say about dining plans. No. <laughs> I will boycott our podcast for if we keep talking about dining plans. Uh, but um, so there's a lot of stuff happening right now in Epcot. Uh, yeah, that's, we talked more about, fun. that's more fun than dining plans. We talked about last week that Soren is back. Soren over California is back. Um, Limited time engagement. Right. Three weeks and then it'll be Soren around the world. But uh, apparently they have taken out the Q games, which I don't have a real problem with, but... But I have a problem with. Yeah, Brad seems to be a little upset about that. Well, uh, okay. Now, let's let's be clear. Brad's not... I'm upset because they went through all the trouble of putting humongous screens over there. And they've got big projectors, and they're projecting clouds. And that seems like a waste of resources to me. And that that line is, like, you spend quite a bit of time over there. They could be doing something. I mean, I guess 90% of the people are all on their cell phones anyway, but still. Right. Honestly, when I was there, I couldn't even tell if I was playing the game or not. Yes, it was very hard. It's very hard (laughs) because there are so many people. And the way that whole thing is set up, it's very hard to tell if you're actually involved in the game, right. where you are in the game, all that kind of stuff. So, yes, I totally agree. All of that needs to be fixed. But again, like clouds. And that is like the longest queue ever. Especially that part of it, because you're so it's so wide and yeah. they stuff so many people into that part that it feels like it goes really really slow because you know i mean 10 people coming out of that queue moves it almost nothing at all right you're like five people wide almost it's it is it's really weird and it's long and people have been saying that the walk from theater three the new theater back to the land is like a five minute walk that doesn't surprise me i mean the the (laughs) walk from the walk from whichever is the f- was the furthest theater was a pretty long one. It was long, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, not not like oh my god, I'm never going to get back. But you know, it it took a it took a chunk of time. But I mean, what else were they going to do? Yeah. They had to put the theater at a certain place, and they have to get you back from that certain place. So Soren, so, so really, the walk out there must be that long too, right? The, yeah, but you're you're I guess you're, you're moving stuck in line. slower. Yeah, so it just feels like a line. Right. But, I mean, you know, the queue, you have that, the very beginning of the queue, you're in the, you know, wide kind of cattle line, and then that big tall wall, and over that wall and way beneath you is people walking back out. And so you basically follow the queue uh, when you're exiting. Right. Uh, But, yeah, the queue feels much shorter because you walk a foot and stop, and then take a step and wait. 10 minutes and take another step and wait and then 10 get minutes. and then get back on your phone right yeah and not play the little projector games again the projector games would have to be would have to be fixed and i do think again that the number of people involved is a big issue but why can't disney overcome I, and okay if they don't use the projector games i mean scenes from the places that you're going to visit yeah now not, now not don't take scenes from the from the actual soren 
you know, ride, but they could have scenes related to the attraction. Like I said, I just I feel like there's more that you can do with that than just showing clouds. Yeah, I mean, ob- yeah, obviously. You and could, I feel like but... it could be somewhat engaging. I would even prefer clouds plus clouds plus the 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 locations coming. Remember the the pre-show to Soarin' Over California before the safety announcement and all that stuff? Like, they had the clouds, and then, like, you would see San Bernardino would come flying in, uh, and then it would yeah, fly yeah. away, and San Francisco would come flying in, and then it would fly away. Anaheim would come, you know, that kind of... Like, even that, to me, is more engaging yeah. than just clouds. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, nobody knows that might be a temporary thing while they're figuring out how to do those games well, better. Or, well, or whatever. it could be a temporary thing until Soren the 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 actual Soren comes into play. This right, could be around the world. Yeah, this could just be what we're doing while over California is still playing. That sounds likely because, especially something that's as easy as changing out whatever file is playing on those projectors. I mean, if they if they've themed the queue for around the world, it it you know, it could be anything, maybe even like a documentary type thing, like I, in see, Great would, Movie Ride. Yes, yeah, that would be awesome. I like that. You need to, you need to like email them about that right now. <laughs> yeah, documentary about the about the areas that you'll be visiting mm-hmm. during Soren around the world. Sure. Here's some of the around the world stuff you're going to see. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and, and hey, then it's actually educational. Which Hey-o. is somewhat Epcot. an Epcot thing. <laughs> well, you know, until until you go and change, I don't know, maybe say like a country to, I don't know, say a fictional place. This is going to be the Brad Gripes About Stuff episode. I'm not angry about it or anything, but irritated. And And among the things I'm irritated about is the new facade for, what is it, Frozen, that used to be Maelstrom. So... Uh... Norway, as a pavilion in Epcot, is mostly these like buildings made of dark, kind of weathered-looking wood. Um, and then Maelstrom was it was a, a lighter kind of stucco look, but it it really fit in. It it, it fit in really well. But it fit uh, in, it fit in with the stone area that was behind yeah, it and all that stuff. Right. It, it it did not look out of place. It it was very clearly differentiated as this is its own thing but it fit in with everything else. The facade for the Frozen attraction that is going in there is these, it's really dark stone, like gray stone. And then you have what looks like a ski lodge kind of thing. Like it looks like Lincoln Logs painted orange, honestly, with a, with a snowy roof on it. It clashes. And I don't understand why, like, this is a, you could have put anything here, and this just looks weird to me, and I don't understand it. This building just looks like they dropped a brand new, a brand new thing into a, an older lived-in area. Here is the, here is the, one, the one thing that I'll give them. The walls are not down yet. Sure. And it is possible that they add more stuff to this so that makes it all make sense when, when, when the walls actually come down. This whole thing, I mean, you can go back. I don't know what episode that was that we talked about this, but it, it was a long time ago, years ago. Um, and I think it makes just as much sense now as it did then. You know, we've we've gone through Pandora and the Animal Kingdom, and that made no sense. But now that they've started building it, 
it's become a lot more like something that something that people would want to go to and and it doesn't necessarily need to be based off of avatar you know but having pandora in the animal kingdom and the way that it's looking and and those floating islands and stuff look really cool and and i think people are starting to come around and be like okay this might not be that bad frozen in norway makes just as little sense as it did when they first announced that hey we're taking maelstrom out and replacing it with frozen some part of me says that the walls need to come down and i need to go see it in person before i totally just write it off but i am not happy with what I, with what i've seen so far either you know what we've got we've got like maybe five minutes left so can i throw one more thing that i'm upset about but i'm not upset that it's happening i'm upset because i don't get to be part of it i'm upset that i don't get to go in the new because i'm not in on the best kept secret for disney what is it brad the best kept secret well, I, I don't know if i can tell you but but it, it it starts with d and ends with vc oh yeah yeah so good luck good luck figuring that one out okay but uh, yeah, so the new DVC lounge has now Spoiler opened up. alert, it's Disney Vacation Club. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> secret. You're, you're horrible at secrets. <laughs> anyway, so the new DVC lounge has opened up at the uh, in the second floor of the Imagination Pavilion. Which I, which I never experienced. I just have no idea what it is or what it was or anything. Okay, okay, yeah. I've never actually experienced the second floor of it because I wasn't... I was never there when it was open or... Uh, maybe I, maybe my first visit it was there and I just didn't go and do it. I'm just upset because I don't get to go up to the second floor of it. I'm not upset they changed it. I, I have oh, no okay. problem with that. I just I just want to be able to go up there and check it out and get the really cool views of Spaceship Earth that they now have, and you know go use the Coke Freestyle machine up there, <laughs> and and you know take a break in the middle of the day and some air conditioning on cushiony seats. That is an interesting Disney Vacation Club perk because I feel like up to now we've only ever had like get better hotel rooms, get these bungalows at the Poly or whatever. But having a lounge in the park, it's kind of like what you were talking about a while back about um, having little pod hotel room type things where you could pay like 10 bucks an hour right, to, to take a nest. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And that like this is a perk of DVC that I don't think we've gotten before and it's really interesting. I really like this. So is there is this their first in park lounge? I because, think so. Because I, okay, so I know I feel this, like the DVC presence in the parks has only ever been the best kept secret kiosks. Right, cuz cuz clearly this is not the first lounge within the parks. Right. I mean, I think this is the first DVC exclusive one, which means it's going to be quiet and relatively empty all the time. You think so? I think so. I, I, I don't th think there are very many DVC members. Are there really? I thought there was a decent number of them. Because, I mean, they keep building more properties, right? Yeah. And and to build more, they've got to be filling up the ones they've got, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, 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 I feel like building the new, like, you know, the bungalows at the Poly and stuff, I feel like that's more marketing mm. than actually... Like, oh my gosh, we need the space. Because I have heard many stories. I've never actually seen it before, but I've heard many stories that if you go to sites like Orbits and stuff, you can actually get DVC level uh, hotel rooms. Like you can get a room in Bay Lake Tower. But yeah, I mean, so I don't know that they're, I don't know that they're actually selling out of the rooms like that, but it just seems a lot more marketing-y to me to be like, you know, because how many bungalows are there? Eight? Like, that's that's really not a move you make when you're running out of space. If you're running out of space, you build Bay Lake Tower 2. 
Yeah, I, I I see that. I see that. They've got you know, so they've got this. They've got the they've got the lounge at the top of Bay Lake Tower, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's not in a park. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, like they're getting more stuff that they are, they are of, making it more attractive to be a DVC member, right? And and is is this maybe the beginning of the DVC lounges plural within the parks? I hope so. I I, I do. I don't. I don't. Foresee I don't my, hope so right now because I'm not a DVC member. I know. Yeah, and I don't foresee myself ever being in Disney Vacation Club. Uh, you need to be because then I can use your perks yeah. or something. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll talk about maybe going in halvesies on a DVC membership later. But I, I hope it is because that it's a DVC is a cool thing. I mean, if you actually look into it, it it's a timeshare. All right, you're you're buying into a timeshare. What? But if you if you it's, can, it's a best kept secret. <laughs> best kept secret can't be a timeshare. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Brad, but it's a timeshare. Um, if you can get past. It being a timeshare, uh, you can go. You know, you can go to Disney parks. They've got DVC resorts in, you know, obviously, Alani in Hawaii, uh, but like oversee over the Atlantic in in uh, uh, Ireland, in in uh, the UK, in Jamaica. They've got all of these DVC property or DVC, I guess, eligible vacation spots. That you can use your DVC points for, so it's not just Disney. You're not you're not you know limited to going to a Disney resort or going to Alani or Castaway Key in in the Bahamas or whatever. There are places that aren't owned by Disney that you can use your Disney uh, your Disney points for. I think they say there's like 400 plus places locations you can go to in the world uh, as a DVC member. So it's a really cool thing i just can't get past the buy-in i don't know i like that they found something to do with this area i you know I, somewhat right. i am somewhat sad that this means that there's no plan to use this you know to expand the imagination pavilion to use well, this no, essentially they're saying we're not going to do anything but they've got an entire building over at wonders of life that they're not using so right i was going to say that's the other thing is is how long has that floor of the imagination pavilion been open or been, uh, been, been, been empty. Vacant, vacant, yeah, two years, quiet, 10 years. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, a long time now. Yeah. So. so at least they're doing something with it. And it has some amazing views. It has amazing views of, of Epcot and of and Spaceship that's, Earth. And that's and what I'm great. upset about. That's what yeah. I'm upset about is that I don't get to go and experience those views. But yeah, because I mean, the thing is, I don't know about Animal King. I, you know what? I really don't know about the other parks. I know about the other lounges in Epcot because I work there. But we could see this expanding into all four parks pretty easily. Because Disney already has experience putting these lounges in the parks. I was totally for when you when you brought up like those Japanese style pod hotel room things where you'd pay five or I'm ten still, bucks an I'm hour. I'm still behind that. I'm all over it, but this is like this is a step toward that. And I think that's pretty cool. So um good for DVC people. I know a few DVC people. Maybe I can ask them to send me some photos from inside the DVC lounge. And then they'll laugh at you when they say, ha ha, you don't get to do this, but we get to do it. That'll do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. Go to iTunes, please. Leave us a review. It really helps out. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.